Listening to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Now, here's your host, Jason JD Hernandez. A new season is upon us as we drop a bag full of pucks. We're here to cover a new season on Locked On Anaheim Ducks. Good evening, everyone. I'm your host, Jason JD Hernandez, covering hockey for over a decade. And, folks, I got to tell you, I'm excited to be back, bringing you another season of Anaheim Ducks coverage here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Yes, we are officially back, and this is show number 381. Once again, thanks to Taylor Blake Ward for that nice little intro music. Love the new intro package. Love it. It's going to be a little bit different this season. We'll have some different packages for different days. Obviously, we're still going to have Locked On Goals every week when that time comes around. Locked On Goals will officially start next month in October. Locked That's when Locked On Goals will return, and that's primarily because all the Goals players are still in Anaheim Ducks camp. We still have to figure out who's going to make the Ducks team. We still don't know that yet. And if this morning's open practice was any indication there's going to be some tough decisions to be made so we'll get to that first i want to remind you that you can hear this podcast on apple podcast google podcast stitcher spotify or odyssey and make sure to rate download subscribe follow me on twitter at stimpyjd or more importantly Follow the show on Twitter at LO underscore Ducks. That's where you will get your Ducks coverage. And if you followed this morning, if you followed Friday morning, you saw a bunch of tweets live from Five Points Arena in Irvine, California, as the Ducks had their first open practice. We got to see a lot of the young kids pretty early on. That was exciting to watch. We will talk about that in a little bit. First... I want to talk about something that I alluded to yesterday. And this is the big question that is hovering over the heads of GM Bob Murray, among others. Where is this Ducks team going? Where are they right now? They're rebuilding, let's face it. I'm sorry. They're retooling according to Bob Murray. But folks, look look at the way the roster is set up. Look at how the kids are coming out. It's full-on rebuild mode right now. So with that being said, since the Ducks are in rebuild mode, did they make any big, splashy signings this offseason? No, not really. In fact, the only flashy signings they made were some re-signings of players that were on UFAs. We had players like Max Comtois. He re-signed. You had Max Jones. He re-signed, which is also a big deal. And Ryan Getzloff, he's back for at least one more season. Hey, at least 
Two things. One, Getzloff is making $5 million less this season. So that's $5 million off the books. And Corey Perry's not getting paid over $6 million this season. It's down to two. So that's another four So all in all, just on Corey Perry and Ryan Getzloff alone, the Ducks eliminated $10 million in cap space. They still have a ton of cap space before the LTIR is used. They still have $14 million in cap space. But once you account for Ryan Kessler's $6.8 million, that will go on the long-term IR, meaning the Ducks will have, get this, a whopping $21 million. Well, actually, it's $20.9 million, but let's call it let's call it $21 million to play with. The Ducks could get some free... Oh, wait. Oh, most of the free agents have been signed already? Well, who's left? Let's look at defensemen, not forwards, because the Ducks are already stacked with forwards. I mentioned this on yesterday's podcast, that the Ducks already have a ton of forwards, and I will allude to that fact again later, because we're going to talk about a couple other forwards, one of whom did play on the Ducks last year, who may not make the roster according to him. Ooh, what is that all about? We'll get to that shortly. First, Let's see which defensemen are available right now. It is not a long list. There are some RFAs, but I have a feeling they're going to get signed pretty soon. Rasmus Dahlin, he still has not gotten signed by Buffalo yet. Who knows what's happening in Buffalo? You think Anaheim was a dumpster fire. Buffalo's worse with the impending, where is Jack Eichel going to go? The impending wonderment of will Eichel stay? Will he go? Nobody knows. Will he get the surgery right away? When will he get the surgery? What kind of surgery? There's so much mess around Jack Eichel. And it's the first week of September at this point. Do you even take that risk? I I, I don't know if you do. So Rasmus Dahlin, he might stick around in Buffalo. Then you have Quinn Hughes. Quinn Hughes still has not been signed yet. Oh boy, same with Jack Johnson with Colorado, but Jack Johnson's 34 years old. So it's a short list of players that are UFAs that are defensemen. You have Jason Demers. Uh, I don't know about that. Eric Goodbranson, he's a free agent. Do you want to see Goodbranson come back to the Ducks? Maybe he'll come back at a discount. He made $4 million last year. I could see him coming back for a million if the Ducks really want to go that route. And that's if they don't want to have a couple young guys come down to the Ducks already. Although, based on this morning, I mean, that could possibly happen. We don't know, right? There is one name that does intrigue me a lot. Well, two names. One, Sammy Votnin. Yes, that's Sammy Votnin. He made about $2 million last year. He's not signed right now. He last played with the Dallas Stars. He's bounced around a little bit. He's gone from Jersey, Carolina, Dallas. That's where he's gone the previous two seasons. And this after having his best years were with Anaheim in 2015, 16, and 17, where he scored 37, 38, and 24 points respectively. Once he left Anaheim, it's been a different story. Sammy Votnin has not been the same since leaving the Anaheim Ducks, and that is a shame. Because he was also a big part of those division championships 
back in the mid 2010s. Yes, I can now say the mid 2010s because we're in the 2020s. Wow, don't you feel old? Uh, but the name that does intrigue me the most out of this short is a short list, folks. Eric Gustafson, not good Branson. Eric Gustafson. The reason that intrigues me the most, he has bounced around a lot the previous couple seasons. Last year, he was making about $3 million. It was a one-year deal. Since 2019-2020, or I guess the last two seasons, he's bounced around from Chicago, then went to Calgary. He signed a one-year deal with the Flyers and then got traded for a seventh-round pick to the Montreal Canadiens. But hey, for some reason, Gustafson played every, almost every game for the Canadiens this postseason and he scored three points but he was kind of an important part of the Canadiens uh, third line defensive core he showed up big time in a lot of ways and in some ways he was important, just as important to that team than anyone else so should the Ducks take a flyer on Gustafson? We'll talk about that after this brief word from betonline.ag, which is the one place that still has you covered and the one place that we trust. And betonline.ag has all kinds of future lines on the National Hockey League as how many points are going to be scored, or rather, how many points in the standings for each team, who's going to win the Stanley Cup. All kinds of futures are up right now on betonline.ag and also it is the last month of major league baseball and as of right now as of this recording the dodgers and the giants are tied for first place in the national league west and the nl who's going to come out on top head over to betonline.ag right now use promo code locked on for your 50 percent welcome bonus once again that's betonline.ag which is the exclusive online sportsbook of the Locked On Podcast Network, and please gamble responsibly. Also, we have another word from DirecTV. Does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch a game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows. You're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friend's login for the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all that entertainment you love without the hassle and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream, and it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before. So you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part, there's no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. All right. So let's talk about this Eric Gustafson. I, I keep wanting to say Eric Goodbranson, but it's Eric Gustafson. So do you guys remember from way back when? And by way back when, I mean 2018, 2019. So three seasons ago. Remember when he put up that 60-point campaign with the Blackhawks? Remember that? 17 goals, 43 assists, 60 points. He led or he was among the league leaders and defensemen for points. He was right up there with 
Mark Giordano, Keith Yandel, John Carlson. Yeah, it's mind-blowing just how long ago, quote-unquote, how long ago that was, end quote, air quotes, whatever you want to call it, he's only 29 years old. You would think that he'd get several calls from all these GMs after his performance in the Stanley Cup Final and in the playoffs. Uh, Not so much. It's what he's done the past couple seasons. So he went back to Chicago in 2019-2020. He had 26 points in 59 games. But the defense was lacking. So he was traded for a third round pick at the deadline going to Calgary. And he played in the bubble. And his play was good enough in the bubble with the Flames to land a $3 million salary for one season with the Flyers. But oh boy, his time in Philadelphia was not well received. There is no way he's going back to Philadelphia. It, it was not good. He just did not perform the way he wanted to. He even admitted himself that he just wasn't himself. Only 10 points in 24 games. He really fell off. So he got a 7th round pick, as I mentioned, to the Habs. But he did well in the playoffs. So as far as suitors, look. There's not going to be a lot of call for him from some of these higher teams. So if he wants to at least make above league minimum, he's better off going somewhere that's rebuilding, like the Anaheim Ducks. The Sabres already have a ton of defensemen, and Rasmus Dahlin, he could be coming back. So with that said, how about the Coyotes? Not so much, because the Coyotes brought in Gothisphere, Strawman, Timmins. They still have Soderstrom ready to go. So what about the Ducks? That's a team that might be a good fit for him. If the Ducks can sign him, maybe maybe a one-year flyer. I'd say one year, two years if you're daring, at maybe 1.1, 1.2, something just above league minimum because look at how much money the Ducks have right now. They have $21 million in cap space. Take a punt on him. Why not? Will he get 60 points? Probably not. Will you be satisfied if he scores maybe 30, 35 points at a 1.1, 1.2? Honestly? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'd be happy with that. Look at some of the other big name contracts that the Ducks had. Um, Do we dare do this? Do you want to do this right now? Yeah, let's do th- Okay, let's do this right now. Kevin Shattenkirk, 3.9 <laughs> He's making 3.9. 3.9 million still for the next two seasons. What is that? He scored 15 points. 15 points. 3.9 million. 15 points. In fact, I'll even retract that. I'll be thrilled if they can sign someone like Gustafson and he scores 25 points at 1.1 1. 1 or 1. 1.2 million. I'd be fine with 25 points. Better than the 15 that Schatz put up. And he was underwhelming for a lot of the season. Josh Manson, Cam Fowler, Lindholm. Lindholm's been injured. He has been very injured. And speaking of Lindholm, what a difference without him in the lineup. This was brought up by Kat Silverman, who showed the heat map of where all of John Gibson's goals were let in. And they were all let in on the left side. See, having Hampus Lindholm as a left defenseman, it really shows how much the Ducks missed him by not having him there. And almost all the goals that were snipers 
that were past John Gibson, they were all from that side. It shows how important Lindholm is defensively especially. So if Lindholm can come back strong defensively and put up... Well, let's let's be fair here. If Lindholm can put up another 25 points this season with the solid defense, I'd be happy with that. If you can have Gustafson with not the best defense, but he can put up 25 points, I'd be happy with that too. So that's something the Ducks could pursue. And you could have Gustafson back there with... Uh, do I want to put Gustafson with Larson? Am I sure about that? Shattenkirk and Larson? That's a liability. Okay, let's see what the Ducks have. We still have a month to go before the season starts. The Ducks could still make a move or two here. But how does that affect the young kids? We'll talk about that after this brief word from our friends at rockauto.com, which has all the parts your car will ever need. They have amazing selection, reliably low prices, and you can visit them at rockauto.com. They have been family-owned and operated for over two decades. Why pay full price when you could pay half of that at rockauto.com? In the How Did You Hear About Us box, tell them that Locked On Ducks sent you. Once again, that's rockauto.com, and I'm going to do the song. All the parts your car will ever need, Rock Auto. Yeah. And also, we're brought to you by Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar in the land. Yes, Built Bar is back. They're better than ever. All kinds of terrific flavors, including cookies and cream. Cookie dough was back recently. Mint chocolate chip was back recently. All these terrific flavors. Oh, you still have Cherry Barcia. You have Raspberry. Whatever flavor you want, you could find at Built.com. Hey, use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order of Built Bar. The best tasting protein bar ever. All right. Let's talk about what happened in Irvine this morning. Yeah, we're going to keep going. No breaks today. No edits. Just going to keep going. And here's where I'm really going to cut loose here. Because I had a lot of fun this morning. And I wish, I really sincerely wish I had said hi to some of you. I know I mentioned this on Twitter. Like, if you're around, say hi. I only really got to say hi to a few people today. Most of whom were Goals fans. A couple of whom I saw in Bakersfield. So I got to say hi to some Goals fans. And really sincerely wish that I got to say hi to more of you. Uh, one name I'll, I'll mention. And I, I will give a shout out here. I'll give a shout out to Savannah. Uh, Sav NHL. Um, sorry we didn't connect this time. But next time. So Savannah, if you're listening, you know, hope you had fun. And I loved your Jamie Drysdale video. And by the way, Savannah, how did you like Drysdale coming up right at your section along with Olin Zellweger later on during the open practice? That was, it was fun just to be back in that environment. I missed it. Yes, I am one of the few lucky ones that got to experience live hockey this past season. I'm one of the lucky ones that got to see Trevor Zegras' amazing goal up close against the Ontario Reign. One of the lucky few to make it up to Bakersfield to see that three-game set. Yes, the goals did lose that series, but it was great seeing some of those guys that we saw today just a few months ago. And what a morning it was. It was terrific. Down in rink three, you had GM Bob Murray up in his perch on center ice, opposite of everyone else. And I did make note of this, and I just want to point this out. Dallas Eakins and Mike Stuthers, 
they both came into the AHL California division. I'm uh, sorry, Pacific division six years ago. Eakins was the coach of the goals. Stutz was the coach of the Ontario Reign. They were very heated rivals. In fact, they had some yelling exchanges five, six years ago. It, it was intense. It got pretty brutal down there. And there was one moment where I could see both coaches chirping at each other beyond the glass. It was great. I missed those days. And now they are in the same organization. And they try to keep the kids in check as much as possible this morning. And they did a good job of that. Trevor Zegris showing off as usual. Doing his little dangle move. He tried to do the Michigan and just couldn't pull it off. But you saw some oohs and ahs whenever Zegris went on the ice. A few players that I want to highlight. Sasha Postujov. The reason I want to highlight him is because... I know that I was slightly critical of Postyov before actually seeing him up close. But you know what? He's got a shot on him, but he's also got some incredible puck control. The one thing he still has to work on is the skating. The skating, it, it doesn't look bad. His skating doesn't look poor. It doesn't look below average. It looks average. He's obviously been working on his strides. And I could tell that one of the coaches was helping him with his skating. He was doing a lot of drills just away from the majority of the players. So you could tell that's something that he is working on big time. But the puck control, it is, it's amazing. I would call it above average puck control as long as he can get those strides down. So that's where he excels. And someone else I want to talk about aside from Zegris is of course Jamie Drysdale. I want to talk about the defenseman. Why the defenseman? Because as I mentioned, the Ducks only have five defensemen currently signed to the big club. It's very possible that we could see one of these young kids come up to the Ducks at some point this season. I'm talking about Jamie Drysdale, Olin Zellweger, Axel Anderson. They were all out there this morning. They were all really showing what they could do. Drysdale God, his skating is just unbelievable. A lot of you were going gaga over Jamie Drysdale this morning. And you have every... You should be excited for Jamie Drysdale. I'm excited for Jamie Drysdale. I love watching him skate. I could watch him skate for days. Him and Olin Zellweger. I did mention that Zellweger was one of the top skating prospects in this year's NHL draft. And watching them skate together... Put those two on a line. Put those two on a line with the goals. Just for 10 games so they could dance circles around their opponents. Because it was fun to watch. They make it look effortless. Then I got to talk about B.O. Gru. Benoit Olivier Gru or Bo Gru. Ooh, this guy is awesome. I heaped his praises last season. Myself and John Broadbent were really impressed with Gru's play down the stretch. I was impressed with him in Bakersfield. I was impressed with his overall control. He's got some good mitts on him. I liked watching him. And then I got to talk about someone else that I was impressed with, by the way, that didn't get a lot of, I guess, he didn't get a lot of tweets about him. Alex Limoges. Limoges looked good out there. One thing I want to point out with Alex Limoges, he was on the goals pretty much all season. Yeah, do I see him making the big club? Uh, Probably not, just going to keep it honest. 
However, he looked really good out there as far as the drills. He was just always that solid guy. You know, playing both sides of the puck, playing offense, playing defense, just overall consistent throughout the entire scrimmage, throughout the entire open practice. He got some good shots out there on the breakaways. He was really good on two on two today, but Bo grew. I thought he looked really great on three versus three today. He locked up defenders. His shot was great. He picked the corners effectively. But I loved some of his shutdown defense. I know people online are going to talk about his shot. And they should talk about his shot. But I want to talk about the lockdown defense. Because his skating backwards I thought was very impressive and very effective. His skating is economical. He does not waste any movements. He does not waste any strides. He's always been solid. I would love to see him get a chance with the Ducks. I know it's going to be tough because there are so many forwards already. And there's already a ton of center depth. Never mind Trevor Zegras is in front of him. Oh, speaking of Trevor Zegras, by the way, he's not even sure he's going to make the team. Um, are, are we hearing that correctly? Yes, you heard that correctly. Trevor Zegris is even unsure that he's going to make the team. And this is courtesy of John Hoven or the mayor from Mayor's Manor. He did have some post-practice quotes. And I'm glad that Hoven mentioned Alex Limoges because I know that CJ didn't really talk about him. Uh, Alex didn't talk about him. Eric didn't really mention him. But John Hoven did mention Limoges. And I'm going to quote John Hoven here. Quote, Alex Limoges is fun to watch in one-on-one drills. Very curious to track his development in San Diego. While solid at Penn State, several NHL teams were interested in him as a UFA. I will expand on that because I don't think John Hoven got to watch Limoges up close. Actually, I could I could say that I'm pretty sure he didn't watch Limoges up close last season, the 2021 season. Limoges was impressive. Uh, specifically on overtime, where he played some good shutdown defense in overtime. Uh, where, where he was effective was in the neutral zone. He would get the active stick, and I was impressed with him today. I was impressed with him last season. Really mind-blowing how far he has come in the past 18 months. <laughs> it was great. Then we got to talk about Trevor Zegris. He's only focused on Quote, trying to make the team. His spot on the Ducks is not guaranteed. You saw what happened last season. You saw what happened with Coach Dallas Eakins. He got benched. There is absolutely zero guarantee that Zegris even makes the roster at all. He is fighting for a spot on the Ducks. Do not be surprised if he is the odd man out and he ends up starting in San Diego. But he's does he need to develop? No, he's already there. But there's just so much center depth that there's no room for him at the current moment. So that's what we have for today. We will have much more about open practice next week. And I want to thank you all for sticking around for the last couple seasons. And I welcome everybody back. So for those of you that haven't listened Tell all your friends that Locked on Anaheim Ducks is back and better than ever. We're going to have more interviews, 
more insight, more insight stuff, more videos. It's going to be a fantastic season now that we are back in full force. So once again, thank you all for listening. It is very much appreciated, and I want to hear from all of you. But most of all, I want to meet you all. Now that we're back at the Ponza, now that we're back at Pachanga Arena, I hope, I sincerely hope to meet many of you that listen, many of you that follow me on Twitter at LO underscore Ducks. So yeah, if you ever see me at the arenas, specifically San Diego, stop by and say hi. I'll say hi. We'll chat for a few minutes. Yeah, we'll shoot the breeze. All right. Uh, you could hear this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever podcasts can be heard. If you want to drop me a line, drop me a line on Twitter or email me at LockedOnAnaheimDucks. Sorry, LockedOnAnaheimDucks at gmail.com. Hey, I'm going to leave this in. Um, that is the email address. Once again, the email addy, LockedOnAnaheimDucks at gmail.com. Ooh, that's better. Once again, Twitter's at LO underscore Ducks. We're in September, folks. Hockey's coming later this month. Hockey is coming. (sighs) Doesn't it feel good to be back? Next week, we're going to talk more about the prospects. We're going to talk about what's coming up in Arizona. We'll talk a little bit more about open practice because I could have talked a lot more about this morning, but I'll save some of it for next week. Thank you all once again. It is greatly appreciated. We are back, baby. For Locked On Anaheim Ducks, I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez saying have a great weekend. Have a great Labor Day, everyone. Please continue to be safe out there. Be kind to one another. And Ducks, fly together. Quack, quack, quack. <laughs>